Hey, this is artist and author Cameron Johnson, and you are listening to the Rebel Base Card Podcast. Great pull, kid. Uh, everything's under control, situation normal, but uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? You found something. You found the Rebel Base Card Podcast. What a piece of junk. I'm your host, Greg McLaughlin. Just as clumsy as he is stupid. Join me as we discuss Star Wars trading cards and card collecting. We need a statement, not a manifesto. We'll talk about sets from the original vintage. No, no, the one I'm pointing to. All the way to current releases. This? Yes. All right, let's get started. Commence primary ignition. Welcome back, or if this is your first episode, welcome aboard. My name is Greg McLaughlin, and this is the Rubble Base Cart Podcast. Here at the McCormick Place in downtown Chicago, this is our coverage of C2E2 2023. I am currently in the family HQ and had a chance to get a quick chat in with Todd Hoffman from WSTR and Big T Little T, as well as Joe Bilak, who is repping the heavy Mando cosplay today. And I kind of felt it was great to kind of get a chance to talk with him. He is actually on the back of the checklist card. And I know that Todd Hoffman, who is doing the desert trooper was in one of the swag cards for the return of Joliet Star Wars Day. Uh, it looks pretty full here even though it's Friday and Saturday traditionally is the biggest day of this. But I would say, you know, we got here right around 10 o'clock. Badge, you know, will call and activation did take a little bit. Um, I was kind of late getting my ticket so we did have to kind of weave through but on the plus side, we didn't have to wait in the line this morning to kind of get in. So, you know, the security was pretty quick. You made it through. Um, I would say that the layout looks pretty similar, and I did do a quick YouTube video as I was walking in just to kind of throw it up on YouTube later. But, you know, my goal for this, this is now I think my fifth time being here with the Rebel Base Card. Um, talked to a couple of artists. I've already talked to a couple of cosplayers already maybe some red fibers uh, and really kind of relax and enjoy this may be my only day here but this is kind of what it's all about it's coming here seeing friends Um, I came with a friend of mine Sean he's an artist and uh, he's kind of doing his thing I'll probably be meeting up with the uh, Ninja Toidles uh, guys later this afternoon but really it's about friends there's a healthy vendor area here as well as artist alley there's a bunch of opportunities for autographs and what I love about the family HQ is you've got the Mandalorian Mercs, Rebel Legion and the 501st Midwest Garrison along with the droid builders. They are here. They've got a great setup where you can get your picture taken on like a Mandalorian throne. You've got the kind of like the, the table of the Millennium Falcon and what was kind of cool is Todd was actually getting his picture taken because he made alteration to his TK outfit to kind of like dirty it up a bit and so he's getting some new cards made I think I've got an exclusive on that. Uh, But anyway, so it's nice seeing some of the folks. I recognize some of these cosplayers from last year. And there uh, I see Todd and Joe and some of the 501st. They're doing a walkthrough. And they're going to make some people real happy with a lot of the uh, people who love to take pictures of folks in cosplay. All right. So just because of this, you know, there isn't much on the homestead keeping front. We still have the Mando weekly sets dropping. Uh, a big shout out to Chris Penix, Carlos Caballero for hitting 400 on the Star Wars living set from Tops. So this week they released 
$399 and $400, plus the checklist card. That'll be up until next Tuesday. So if you get a chance, the two pictures were Din Djarin from The Mandalorian and Kino Aloy from Andor. Both of them were off the hook great. It was good to see him, and congratulations to both Chris and Carlos. Uh, quite a milestone. Also, we had a new batch of the Throwback Thursday cards, and I want to say they were 1952 or 53 football. They looked really good, I think. Uh, Fennec Shan was in it, and I think Ahsoka, if I'm not mistaken. can't remember the other one at the moment, but that just dropped on Thursday, uh, which was yesterday as, as I'm recording this. And, of course, you got the weekly, weekly Mando drops for each chapter. So at any rate, so you've got a healthy set of cards that are being dropped on Tops Online. Uh, I would generally usually put out a little, you know, a little, a little post on Instagram or Twitter that kind of shows off the card, so you can follow me at Rebel Base Guard to make sure you're seeing some of those drops. Uh, Star Wars Card Trader still doing the Bad Batch. At some point, hopefully later tonight, Greg Cass and I from Ion Cannon will record our Bad Batch finale slash Mando breakfast pack. Uh, if I crazy day, but. Uh, it's, it's fun, and you know, although C2E2 is multi-genre, it's always nice being back in the Star Wars family HQ to kind of see, you know, this is kind of what, you, you, come with the, uh, you come with the date that brought you, right? So anyway, I'm going to try to hit the floor, get a couple of interviews out, and uh, hopefully putting something together for you later today, release it this weekend, and uh, hope you enjoy it. And uh, if you have a chance to come out, do so c2 is kind of the the kickoff although we've had a couple of events already we've had steam into star wars we've also had central florida comic-con uh, and then gary con last week so it seems like the cons are underway but c2 kind of back where it should and i see some uh, red five folks here so i'm going to cut you loose for right now and i will catch up with you after a bit hi this is todd aka big t and little t trent and you are listening to Rebel Base Card Podcast. Great pull, kid. We did it. Yes. <laughs> See, that wasn't that wasn't too bad. No. Uh, what's your schedule today, Mister? So I'm as soon as this kind of film stuff happens, with uh, and then we're gonna start walking the floor. So I'm just trooping all day. I'm I'm going until I can't go anymore, and then call it a day. Let me ask you this real quick. How long did it take to weather your Stormtrooper outfit, and what was the decision behind it? Okay, so that's a great question. So I am, uh, honestly, it only took two hours. Really? Yeah. So uh, the process is a really interesting thing. It's just acrylic paint and Windex. And so use Windex to kind of dilute it and smear it on, and it dries almost instantly because of the plastic. And then if you if it's too heavy, you just kind of thin it out with, uh, with Windex. And just kind of work that process until you're done. So, wow, it really it really looks good, and I think it adds that. I mean, it's one to see you know a perfectly clean stormtrooper outfit, yeah. but this adds a little bit of a dimension to it. Yeah. So, um, you know, I've been uh, trooping since 2016, and the armor's got a little couple little breaks and stuff, and it's hard to keep it nice and shiny. And I was just like, you know what? We're going sandy. So, good the heavy weapons trooper. That's what I'm doing today, and then eventually. The only thing I need to do for a Sandy is build another backpack. Of course, it's a different backpack. So uh, that's probably the process I'm going to start next. But just wanted to get a little dirty. And obviously, one of the things, if you're nice and clean, you all look the same. I want to look a little different and stand out. So it's kind of my version of being a Mando where I can do my own thing but still kind of be canon. 
So uh, I'm super excited with how it looks and can't wait to take a bunch of pictures with a bunch of people, you know? I so. was going to say you were getting your picture taken in front of the green screen. What was that all about? So I'm going to get new cards made because yes. I have just, uh, I have you, you know, I have just my TK and so I'm literally on my last batch of cards. And so I need to get new cards made. Um, so I wanted to take a couple pictures, a couple close-ups. They had a green screen set up, so I'm like, dude, let me do this now, because uh, I'm already suited up. So that's the plan. And then you're probably expected to get those cards around before Joliet Star Wars Day. I right? hope I have them ready for Joliet Star Wars Day so I can hand them out. Yes. All right. Yeah. I'm going to be the first in line for that. You will get the first one, bro, for sure, for sure. All right, and are some of your WSTR comrades here today? Uh, no, I am. I am rocking it solo this week. So uh, for the WSTR crew, I am representing the whole crew here. And then uh, Trent Little T is coming out tomorrow and Sunday. So we'll be doing Big T Little T around here and just having fun. So he's going to suit up as a Jawa for a little bit, and then uh, we'll do that a little bit Saturday, and then Sunday just hang out and check out everything. So. All right, and where are they going to be able to find your coverage of C2E2 on the socials? Yeah, so at WSTR Media and then at Big T Little T Podcast uh, is where you can find us on the socials, and you'll be covering that a little bit more. I can't really do anything in the TK, so it's going to be more like stealing pictures from the Internet, but that's okay. It's fun. It's fun. So Awesome. Todd, it's great to uh, run into you again, and yes. have a good C2. All right, you too. Joe, I would have to say, if you're up on your Mandalorian, you have to be pretty pumped over the last couple of weeks of TV. How's it making you feel seeing kind of yourself? It's very enjoyable to see the suit out there like that. It's uh, most of my suits have limited screen time, and this has been a, a yeah. My my kids make fun of me because of my usually the suits don't have any screen time. Now I got they got nothing to say anymore. So, <laughs> and you know, like if you're like me, like trying to do some art, it's like. You're taking like you're probably taking a bunch of screenshots to kind of look like I need reference shots, and I'm just you, know, you probably couldn't have a big enough TV. But I mean, this season of Mando, what can you say? It's got to be amazing, right? They've done a really good job on the story. The story has has just gotten stronger through the episodes, and I like that they're finally developing more than just the Mandalorian. They're doing the whole crew. You know, it's it's they're showing the you know what's leading into more of a Mandalorian complete show than just than just Din. So. How does it feel to strap on the suit and get out here at C2 today? I, <laughs> I, I, I feel like a bad, you know what, in this suit. <laughs> are, you know, you are, are you going to be wearing this all three days? Or how does it? Today and, today and uh, tomorrow, and, uh, I don't know, today and tomorrow only in this one. Sunday's up in the air. Might be the ad-ad on Sunday, so. You probably wouldn't mind carrying a lot less equipment around on Sunday. Yes, yes. Uh, the lighter the armor, the nicer. So. <laughs> and just kind of lastly, what C2 kind of mean to you? What is the thing that you love about this particular convention? I love all the cosplay. I love seeing the creativeness that goes into any kind of suit. I mean, it's, it's amazing. The first one I came to, what, six years ago, I was amazed at the quality and the time people put into suits. It's, 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 it's remarkable. It really is. Well, Joe, I want you to say thank you very much for letting me put you on a card. It was kind of fun, just kind of, I couldn't wait to get that card printed. But it's also great to see you in the flesh. And I think you'll probably be at Joliet Star Wars Day, right? Yes, I will. Yes, I will. I'll be in this at Joliet Star Wars Day as well. Awesome. Well, have fun here at C2 and uh, enjoy yourself. This is the way. This is the way. Thank you. Well, today I'm just having fun. Relaxed, t-shirt, Ewok, having fun.
Tomorrow, actually, uh, either I'll be Princess Peach tomorrow or Pink Lady. To be decided. To be ah. determined. They're both ready and waiting. Well, let me ask you this. What goes into the decision? Is it a last-minute thing, or is it something you kind of have you're trying to figure out? Okay, so I put all the money pretty much in Princess Peach. I've been wanting to do her for a while, and it's perfect timing for the Super Mario Brothers movie that's coming out next yeah. week. Um, as well, I already had everything for the Pink Lady, so that I'm most excited for also. And I also noticed we get the hair, we have the pink hair, so... Oh my gosh, a little nod to Frenchie, right? That'll be perfect when I get dressed up for the Pink Ladies this weekend. What are some of your goals here at C2 this weekend? I know you're here all three days. Uh, well, of course, seeing my Red 5 family, of course. Go. Seeing everyone's cosplays, because even as I'm standing here doing this interview, I see a lot of amazing cosplays, as well as just having a lot of fun and seeing a lot of cool people. And, you know, we had kind of like been on like, kind of like the Red 5 chat, and it's kind of like, it, it feels like a kickoff, but it feels like we've, it's just one long continuous thread, right? Oh my gosh, I know, we're gonna have so much fun. We've got C2E2 today. We've got coming up, what, Star Wars Joliet Day, possibly Fan Expo, ScarifCon, let the season begin. And it looks like the show went through a little bit of a rebranding. Can you talk about that for a second? DJ and Steve, uh, actually, yes, they just recently rebranded and announced it last night that they are officially RRR. But I have recently have been on Use and Abuse as an official co-host there. Did a little bit of a shuffle this uh, past couple months. All right, and so we can let folks know where they can find you. Where is the show and where are you on the socials? All right, so I'm Nicole of Peace Love Fandoms. I am on Twitter as well as Instagram and TikTok. I am one half of Peace Love at Disney on Facebook as well as one third of Used and Abused Podcast. Nicole, enjoy your C2 today. All right, you too, Greg. Rogazga, Scarif, Scuttlebutt, and Red 5 Network. We're rocking the uh, Darth Vader jersey, as it were. This is your gear. How excited are you for C2? You know, I walked in and um, I noticed it, it seemed like it was a little bigger. I don't know I don't know if it's just me, but it seems a little bit more epic um, this year. And um, I find that refreshing. <laughs> well, considering the last couple years it was a lot spaced out, I noticed things are more or less in the same place. There were some tables out there, but once you, you're right, once you get past that entrance, you're like, wow, it's it's pretty thick. And I think there's more people here this morning, Friday, than I normally see. Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was going to be a little on the thin side. But um, people want to get out. People want to enjoy. And, um, I, you know, if it's this full today, it's Friday, I can't imagine what it's going to be like on Saturday. And then you already had picked up your press pass, but do you, uh, here's your little inside baseball, do you park somewhere else when you're coming as press? Yes. Um, there's an area right outside the front of, uh, of McCormick Place for, uh, for media. So very convenient. I loved it during uh, Star Wars Celebration. It was a one-stop shop. Um, and yes, very uh, lucky to have that. So people are going to be listening to me and my, me drone on, but what is your goals for this weekend? I think today I'm going to do some interviews. Nicole is going to help me do some interviews and just kind of talk to people. Um, as you know, I love networking and I love just kind of um, talking to people and seeing what they, what they enjoy, uh, what they're all about. Uh, I think tomorrow I'm going to bring in the uh, bigger camera and do some more interviews on the video side. Um, and then just have fun. I mean, I, I love, one of the biggest things I love about these events 
is the uh, the cosplay. I love seeing stormtroopers walk around. Our friend uh, Todd from WSTR. Uh, but I love seeing the costume. There's a, a gentleman right now in front of us that has uh, quite a, a, an amazing uh, Mandalorian um, outfit with some uh, fur and some other wonderful stuff. But yeah, that, that's what I love seeing. I love uh, seeing the creativity of, of some of the cosplayers and, um, and just the people, people watch. One of the things I've been loving about what the Scarif Podcast has been doing lately is you've really branched out. You've done a lot of shows on other things other than Star Wars, and even kind of bringing your wife in from My Wife Hates Sci-Fi uh, to kind of work on Tron Legacy. I have to kind of still finish that because I'm like, oh, please, I love Tron Legacy so much. But I think it's got to be fun for you to kind of keep it fresh and not just on the same. Yeah, so, you know, like I said, you know, we, we started as a Star Wars only, but our, our nerd card kind of, there's quite a variety there. Uh, but I do like, like I said, I just like talking about all the stuff that we like, whether it's Star Wars or comic books, uh, movies and stuff like that. And it's just a lot of fun just to see uh, what everybody is into. Um, and in the case of my wife, what everybody is not into. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, and so I'm going to let you go because you got some gear going, but where can they find the Scarif Scuttlebutt podcast and all the Red 5 goodness? Ask your smart speaker to play the Scarif Scuttlebutt podcast. That's all you need to do. <laughs> awesome. Love it. Ro, good seeing you again. Good seeing you too. We'll catch you on the backside. This is Cameron Tobias, and you are listening to the Rebel Base Card Podcast. Great pool, kid. Super excited to talk to Cameron Johnson, and it seems like every time I talk to you, you've got another book out in the can. You are one of the busiest artists I know. Can you talk to me about what you're doing here at C2 and what you got cooking for everybody here? Absolutely, Greg. It's always good to see you, man. I'm excited to be at C2E2 2023. I'm launching... Medusin. It's a new comic series I'm working on. These are the preview editions. And I launched All the Old Gods, uh, which I'm co-creator and co-writer on, uh, two weekends ago at Planet Comic Con. And so I'm still here uh, working and, like you said, uh, staying busy, to say the least. It's been the craziest month of my life as far as conventions and comic book creation and writing and sketch cards and everything goes. I, I took on, I took on uh, quite a, a load of work. However, it's been so worth it, and exactly what I, I wanted to do is, which is, you know, wake up and draw, and start making stuff every day. And so I've got, yeah, brand new comics here. I'm at P13 in Artist Alley, and uh, I, I'm next to some awesome artists here too. I mean, there's so many awesome, awesome folks here who I'm excited to be uh, amongst, and I uh, can't wait to see where the weekend goes. I'm also kind of curious. It's like the more you do this, the more you get involved. It seems like you're growing as well. Do you kind of feel like, wow, this is either getting easier or I'm like building new muscle? I, I think that's, it's a good way of putting it for sure. It's kind of, like you said, building new muscle really. The more you do something, uh, the more consistent and the more, you know, you get less stress, I suppose, right? However, now that I have learned certain aspects, I take on more work, which creates more stress. But the, the more that you work and continue to you know, like you said, exercise or whatever it is you're working on, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And so I feel like now I'm, I'm definitely starting to see the, the fruit of the labor and uh, the books ever since having kind of bone check go nationwide last year, which is awesome. I'm in, I'm in you know, hundreds of comic shops nationwide. It's I'm super thankful for that. And I'm starting to see now that I have more time to create because of where that's taken me. And um, like, like you said, I'm 
I'm piling on a lot this month. This is a big <laughs> month, especially. Uh, haven't stopped working with either with uh, tops or upper deck either. So I've got stuff coming. Um, yeah, new new cards, new sketch card stuff happening, and uh, still staying relevant in those in those worlds as well. But you know, see wherever I can grow, wherever uh, wherever my drawing kind of can take me, I'm I'm willing to explore. So. All right, let's get you. Let's get the folks at home some addresses. If they can't be here at C2 to see you, where can they find you online to check out some of your cool stuff? Sure. So you can head to my website. That's www.cameronjohnson.com. And my first name's spelled C-A-M-R-O-N. And then you can find me on Instagram at Cameron T. Johnson. And on social media, just you can probably Google Cameron Johnson. I'm sure my little witch doctor logo will come up. Just look for the creepy little emblem, and uh, you'll be heading in the right direction. All right, Cameron, good to see you again. Good luck this weekend. Awesome. Thanks, Greg. My friend Carl Schmidt is no stranger to C2E2. We are in the middle of Artist Alley. And the question of the day has been the crowd here on Friday. I know you just got in, but what is your impression of the crowd so far? It feels like a Saturday. Exactly. I mean, it is, it is pretty packed. Um, they're doing uh, us uh, larger fans a little bit of a disservice with the... Uh, the temperature it doesn't feel like they've got the air going so it's a little roasty but there are a lot of people and there's a lot of excitement here what are some of the things you're looking forward and what do you have that are you're wanting to try to get signed and so forth today so surprisingly um, and I didn't come with an agenda this time for any signatures it was what I found in artist alley and I've already picked up the uh, Darth Vader annual number one uh, with a nice sketch on it uh, from a from a new artist just happened to walk by, saw it on her table, and uh, it's a Vanakin Skywalker from the Clone Wars. It looks really good. So, knowing Matt Latner's uh, here, no I'm gonna wind up getting an autograph. Oh, I was gonna ask if you were gonna do some autographs today as well. I wasn't planning on it, but target of opportunity, kind of have to now. Oh, I think he'd really get a kick out of that as well. Oh, I think so too. I just don't have any ketchup to bring him. <laughs> so what are some of the things that you are thinking of doing while you're here like the rest of today and tomorrow it's all about wandering around and see what uh people have brought out after the pandemic we know we can find you online pilo 64 on instagram correct carl i'm gonna let you get back to it because it seems like we've got a lot of people to, to kind of comb through today yes, but it's great do. running into you man always as always man this is Ian Taylor of the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, and you're listening to the Rebel Base Card Podcast. Great pull, kid. As I kind of walk here along Artist Alley, I just had two amazing encounters. Uh, two people here at Artist Alley, Klaus Johnson, who, amongst other things, did some of the artwork for the original Dark Knight series in 1986. And I happen to have a couple of those books that are signed by Frank Miller and Dick Giordano, which I got back in 86. Actually got them in line while I was at the con. So, you know, there are lines for a lot of artists, but some of them didn't really have a lot of lines. And so there was nobody really there. There's like one person ahead who's having some original artwork by Klaus done. So I hopped in there and had him sign uh, my Dark Knight number three. And then about two clicks down, uh, Arthur Adams, you know, was, had not a whole lot of folks in. Apparently, a lot of folks were in line earlier, but his table was pretty, you know, pretty calm. And so, I had him sign a giant, uh, giant size X Men number nine, that was one of the first X Men books I ever bought, and it was really kind of amazing because, you know, 
even he was kind of saying he kind of likes it when books are brought to him that it looks like they've been read. He says, yeah, he kind of gets the, you know, if folks just want to get something and have something really nice and, and sign and really in pristine condition. Mine was okay. It's been sort of a, a bag and a board for a long, you know, ever since 1986. But just to, you know, stab him and kind of tell him, like, yeah, this came from a, like a one, one stoplight town. Uh, and he was saying, like, yeah, he had to go because he was a, you know, he was a military brat, so he remember getting his comic books at a local PX. And so it was really kind of nice to see those. Uh, I'm almost kind of done kind of combing some artist alley. I got Cameron Johnson, who you'll hear or you've already heard, depending upon where this particular bite falls. But uh, I can say, uh, as we've been saying, it's really busy and a lot busier than I would be expecting for Friday morning. So this is good. This means C2 is definitely, um, definitely back. Uh, in the place it's supposed to be, you know, at the time it's supposed to be. And I would say a lot of folks here who are really, really excited to uh, get the convention on. So, all right, sign up for now. I'll talk to you in a little bit. This is Rodney Roberts, a.k.a. The Art Nerd. With two R's in the word nerd. And also of Meanwhile the Podcast. And you're listening to the Rebel Base Card Podcast. Great pull, kid. Back with Tom Rosie. Yeah, hey. <laughs> and since we last talked, you have been doing some premieres for that that little film we talked about a couple of years ago. Yeah, can not, you kind of bring me up to speed? What's happening? Yeah, not even just some premieres, but film festivals. So we were in the film festival circuit. We uh, we did the first annual Kevin Smith Film Festival out in New Jersey. Whoa! Yeah, that was pretty cool. And then um, we just got back from Austin, Texas, uh, for um, Revolution uh, Film Festival, and we won Best in Show there. Whoa! Congratulations! Yeah, yeah thank you very much. So we're super excited. Um, we have an offer for distribution, so um, that's our uh, our next step. We're we're gonna um, get with the company, figure out the logistics of everything. Uh, we'll um, we'll be streaming, and we'll have some physical copies. They they even strongly uh, suggest that we do stru- physical copies because of the fact that it is Star Wars related, and a lot of people um, love to collect Star Wars, as you may know. You know, so anything uh, Star Wars related. Uh, I know I would buy one copy, you know. So, so we're gonna do that, and um, we'll we'll keep everyone posted on our social media. We'll we'll let everyone know uh, what we're gonna stream and when we have copies available. But it's been doing great. I mean, we everyone has seen it has either cried, <laughs> you know, or uh, just told us how, how uh, what an education it was on what this organization does. Yeah, and and when we talked, it was really great because. There's so much passion that goes into not only the outfits, but the outreach for charity, and everybody has those stories. And it seems like you really captured it, and it's really kind of, it's got some roots into it, and it's got some legs. Can you really believe that the journey keeps going? Yeah, right, exactly. And, you know, that was the one thing we discussed early on is that um, we, we want this documentary to be geared towards not so much the Garrison members or the, the, the Star Wars fans, because they know why we do what we do, you know. Right. It's more for the the wife or husband of the member that comes out every day, or just the the person that's completely doesn't understand like what we do. Like here at a convention, right? They they come to this booth, they see us dressed up, they see all these different displays, they they think this is really cool, but they don't understand how it works or why or what we do. So it's a it's an educational um, video. We have amazing um, animations in there too. Which, uh, which really added production value and helped tell the story. Um, but it, it was an independent 
you know, feature that we did. Uh, we didn't really expect it to go any further than YouTube, but we're we're excited and we're happy that it has and, and that people are, are generally excited about it. So we can't wait to put it out there for the rest of the world because there's, there's many people that message me and be like, when's it coming out? You know, COVID put us back right. uh, a little bit and that was, you know, but it also led to opportunities that we didn't expect, like the animations, for example. We weren't gonna, we never had planned for animations. We, um, we were actually reached out for that, and um, you know, we, it, it's just, it's amazing. Another Garrison member out in New York. Um, so when we were in Jersey, uh, we got to meet her, Veronica. You know, and it was, it was great. Like you know, we. We did all these stuff on, uh, online, you know, as, as most people did during COVID. And, um, you know, my crew is from, uh, you know, they were from Wisconsin. I'm from Chicago. So, you know, we, we were able to accomplish a lot. But luckily we had enough in the can to do so, you know. So it was just a matter of editing. And, um, and yeah, we're, once again, we're just, we're, we're pumped that it's done and over with. And uh, we're ready for people to see it. And in the meantime, you've got C2 this weekend, and you got Jolly at Star Wars Day yeah. right around the corner. It's It's got to be fun to hop back in the suit and kind of march around. Yeah, to be honest, I haven't really trooped much lately, um, mostly because of uh, family issues and other things going on. But, like, my son, who's standing right next to me, is just as tall, if not taller than me, and he, he can get in these costumes now. So... It's uh, really become, uh, you know, even though he was a Jawa before, it's, it's a family affair. So it's something we get to do uh, like this weekend. You know, we, we come together as a family and we kind of just nerd out. And if someone wants to find out more about this film that seems to be getting, you know, getting more and more distributed, where can they go? Well, uh, check us out on our social media. So uh, Instagram is uh, Behind the Bucket Doc. Um, Facebook is just Behind the Bucket. Um, you know, we, we can, um, we also have a Twitter, which is, uh, behind the bucket. Um, and then, um, we'll, we'll just keep posting, you know, new and upcoming things. So, uh, once again, distribution is the next big thing for the movie. So once that comes out, you better believe we're going to be posting stuff and we'll let everyone know for sure. Tom, thank you so much for taking a little moment and yeah. enjoy the rest of C2. Thank you. You too. Good to see you again. So I, so I got to ask, you're walking around with the portfolio. What was your mission here at C2 and like how have you found it so far? My mission, so this is only my second Comic-Con, blown away by the size of it. Um, really just to meet people, mostly team up with Ninja Turtles Joey over here, um, but share some of my Turtles art. So like, if you loved any of these, I'm happy to give them away. I'm probably gonna go hit the Kevin Eastman line and shell them out. I might take you up on that, but I have to, like, as we were interviewing Joey over there, Eastman just happened to be behind us. Doesn't that just kind of blow your mind? Yeah. I noticed that probably right as you did. He's just, he's walking by like a regular civilian. And if he goes just like 100 feet further, he's an absolute celebrity. But he was walking from a table he was sharing with strangers that had no idea who he was. So it's just the transition of like, do they know me, do they not? Well, and even for someone like me, like growing up, like I remember the comics, I remember the old RPG in the 80s, and yeah. you've seen this franchise just move through. That's the thing I think that blows me away is that turtles seem to change with the times, but also kind of rise, not to throw a pun out there, to meet an audience in any shape or form. What do you, what do you think about it? Sure. So I, I have to admit, I like checked out kind of like early 20s 
go off to college, start drinking. You're like, oh, girls, maybe I'll leave the turtles by the side for a bit. Um, so I never checked out the Michael Bay movies, but it is interesting how they constantly evolve. And I was excited. I'm like, Seth Rogen, they're in good hands with him. Um, definitely geared towards a younger audience, but it's going to be a lot of fun, the new movie. So when you come here, it's like, now, when did you start drawing, and is it is it exclusively Turtles? Yeah, so we were just flipping through my Turtles portfolio here. They're the earliest thing I can ever remember drawing as a kid. Really? So I don't have any of those drawings with me, of course, but my mom saves everything. So I have photos now of drawings from when I was four years old. Wow. And so I'll do like, this is what my Raphael looked like at four years old. This is 36-year-old. So even though I checked out on Turtles for the longest time, a few years ago, really got back into it. I don't exclusively draw Turtles. I've, we were actually just chatting over here. I'm a big stand-up comedy fan as well. So I've had some comedians share me on Instagram, blow me up that way too. But weird variety, like Joe Rogan on a spaceship and then Raphael and April over here, whole different segment of stuff. Did you come for like an Eastman Auto or are you gonna try to get in on some of that? I got the picture op earlier, but me being stupid, I didn't realize that I was getting a physical picture, so I just walked away. Now, like half an hour ago, two hours after the photo op, I run back over there desperately hoping they still have either my print or a file they can print me, and thankfully, I do now have it in my backpack. Oh, so. my goodness. Because I even, the artwork you just looked through, I held it in between the two of us. I'm in awe of him, and he's <laughs> complimenting my art. I'm like, if that wasn't documented, I'm going to be crushed. So... I've got the memory, it's safe. So people can kind of check out your art who happen to not be at C2. Where can they find you? Is there a medium and how would they reach out? Oh, for sure. Appreciate you asking. So turtle specific, you're going to go Instagram, TMNT plus, spell that out, eight letters. Um, if you want to see my non-turtles art, Instagram, Tim Oliphant, that's T-I-M underscore O-L-I, that should do it for you. Um, TimOliphant.com as well. So, and it's amazing you did it with a straight face with Joey. I, I don't know what actually made it in his mouth, but uh, a lot of that beer I hope didn't get wasted. Well, that was the most trying to promote my artwork over here. This guy's goofing around. <laughs> I was like, Stay focused. The Toidle King. Tim, it was a pleasure talking with you today. Good luck. You too. Awesome. You tell me what's made your day. All right. What just made your day? So I got to meet Kevin Eastman. I'm I'm super humbled and appreciate. He follows me on Instagram. He'll like, like a couple things I post or like a comment, but like I've never talked to the dude. Honestly, I don't think he's ever DM'd me or vice versa. Dude, to get, uh, dude, can I show you the photo? So I came with a care package. I was like, it's Kevin Eastman, dude. The least I can do, most people are like, autograph, autograph, sign my arm, kiss my baby, right? But I was like, dude, what? he's right behind you guys right now. So that's, that's Kevin right behind you. If you notice, he's got his Bull Airs uh, shoes on, just what? like I got my Bull Airs shoes, Ninja Toidles version. Uh, but yeah, that's him right there. So in case anybody was wondering. <laughs> no, you so got, got a care package for him. Care package, dude. I was like, this is the least I can do. Dude, got he goes, can I hold? Because I, I I now have my artists like, will like work on like shipping envelopes. And like people will send me messages later saying, oh, I saved the envelope. I'm like, that blows my mind. So I'm going to keep doing this. So Kevin's like, can I hold the envelope? So he holds this Ninja Toidles envelope of like these four pink Toidles coming out of the ceiling. While I'm like, oh, this surf's up, bro. <laughs> I'm like freaking out, dude. And then he had a panel right after that. And they said right away, like, if you have any questions, line up in the middle. And I'm like, I almost got whiplash. Three people. I 
told my brother-in-law, Adam, I was like, dude, I'm going to line. Filled me. I go, I don't know what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say something. So there's a couple people ahead of me, and uh, somebody asked about this new version of the turtles. There's these new baby turtles in the last run in the Lost Years, which like I'm obsessed with. And this person, like two people ahead of me, asked the same question. So I was like, whatever. I'm not going to stress about it. I'm not going to try to think of some other question. Like I was really excited about that. So I was like proud, dude, because like I got the opportunity to go up and I said, uh, hey, Kevin, like, you know, I'm a Chicago native and like I look around the room and I see, you know, all different walks of life. And like, I think all of us can agree, like we've all grown up on different versions of the Ninja Turtles. But I said, if it wasn't for you, none of us would be even in this room right now. So I was just like, I'm like, round of applause for Kevin. I was like, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> like, screw the questions, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he's still behind you. And I feel, like I'm, I feel like I'm making up everything I'm saying right now. Like, so anyways, then he said, hey, you want to go out marry my daughter? I said, I'm married, Kevin, you know. But no, it's just odd right now that he's really, literally right behind you. Uh, but yeah, seeing that, and then my brother-in-law, Adam, and then I met Tim O, who we've been... Uh, he's got a page called TMNT Plus. This is the first time we're meeting. He drove here from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Wow. First time ever to hang out and see what C2E2 is all about. So he got some video for me. Like, I'm trying to put a montage together. But, like, I told these guys, maybe it's the uh, good old revolution brewing here at <laughs> C2E2's. But uh, I was like, I could go home right now. Like, I'm going to be here tomorrow. We got a hotel room, so no reason to go home. But if knock on wood you know the hotel room wasn't there and i got my money back i'd probably go home I'd, I'd have no problem with that so well and that's you know as i talk to everybody all day it's been it's you, you tend to buy the more you come here the less you buy of just like oh i need funko pop a b and c the more Listen, it's like it should be oh, called funko 203 <laughs> walk to that's not an artist yeah. it's like like oh my god dude it's horrible i i think we could pretty much stick a fork in the Funko. <clears throat> Last thing I got to figure out is like, did I just see your face on a figurine? Dude. <laughs> Dude. Shout out to Ember Twist, man. Out in Sweden, Campbell. Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. I started talking to this dude, geez, probably at least two years ago, and he's making some insane art, dude. Like, he's, he's designing these sculptures, yeah. he's printing them, then he's doing resin or whatever you call it. Like, they're not, the ones he's selling are not 3D printed. Like, that's just to get the mold, right. and then I believe I could be wrong, and then Ember Twist, you know, he hands paint, he hand paints these, dude, and I've I've been so lucky and so honored for him. He has sent me Leo, which blew my mind. These things, these are 16 to 18 inches tall, from Sweden to Chicago, Illinois. He sent me a Leo, a Donnie, a Raph. Then he knows that my favorite toidle is is Mikey, and I hooked him up with a care package. I'm like, I gotta do something for this dude. He's hooking me up now. When he's selling the regular version, the, like the that looks like an, like looks like Leo, looks like Donnie. Right. Those are going for four to five hundred dollars a piece. Whoa. He's selling twenty, and he's selling out in under five minutes. Is what he's telling me, which is crazy to me. So he knows that Mikey's my favorite. Like I said, I hooked him up with some stuff, and he goes, "Dude, wait till you see Mikey." So he showcases what Mikey's going to look like as a regular turtle, right? Green turtle, orange bandana. But he's got like a Patrick Ewing, right? Like New York yeah, Knicks yeah. jersey, just to give that New York vibe. Yeah. So he goes, hey man, here's your shipment number. I can't read it because it's all fucking Swedish. <laughs> he goes, hey man, it just left Sweden. Hey dude, it just arrived in the US. And Ember Twisted, he, he's such a, such an amazing dude. And uh, I go, dude, it's here. Like it, it's here. And he's like, well, let's go on Instagram Live so we can showcase oh it. Oh my God. So I was like, game on. I go, however, I'm concerned 
what if something's broken? It's, it came all the way from Sweden. Yeah. The last thing I want to do is showcase one of your cool sculptures, yeah. and it's broken. Like, why would anybody want to buy from you at that point? So I go, are there any pieces that are like really big that maybe you're concerned about? He said, yep, this and that. I opened it. They were completely fine. I'm like, good. He then goes, hey, open this white box. And the white box, the first thing is another, uh, you know, neon pink and green ninja toidal. But it's, it's on a hand. Like somebody's holding this head. And I'm like, why the hell is it holding it? Like kind of like on its waist. <laughs> and I look over, dude, and it's a sculpture of my face. No That's way. got like, I have longer hair. He's like, sorry, dude, I was using an old photo. You know, I didn't have a lot to work with. I didn't want to give it away. And I was like, oh, dude, I don't even know what he worked with, but it's amazing. Like, of course, me being an asshole, my tongue sticking out. I got like, my tongue ring showing. <laughs> uh, my glasses are on, but he's got like a backwards hat. It says Ninja Toidos, full beard, plugs. I think you look shredded, too. Oh, dude. <laughs> Shred like cheese, dude. It was fucking crazy. Uh, yeah, huge biceps. And I was like, this is ridiculous. So... We still have not gone on Instagram Live. His, his, his kid wasn't feeling well, and I hope they're feeling better. Um, but we're going to jump on soon where I got the, the Leo, the Donnie, the Raph, and then the Joey Toidal. The oh, that's Joey. the thing I forgot to mention. The jersey is now a Michael Jordan jersey oh. instead of Patrick Ewing. Yeah. So it's a Bulls jersey, yeah. 23, and the name says Joey. Oh. Oh, man. Dude, again, I was like in tears, man. I was like, I can't believe somebody made this to like... Like I adore Ember Twist. He's the shit, dude. So, yeah, it's pretty good to see too so Brought far. Brought by uh, Revolution <laughs> Brewing. It's my couple two trees. All right, so people can see this stuff. Give me the uh, give me give me the, the deets, dude. Right now, but yeah, Instagram Ninja Toidles, TikTok, YouTube Shorts. You know, Toidles. T O I T L E S. Awesome, Joey. Great to see you once again. Enjoy the rest of see too. Thanks, bro. You too. Can I offer you a libation? to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative. I have a question for you. Yeah. Longtime convention goer. Yeah. You've been around the block. Yeah. What does a place like this have for someone like yourself? Ooh. Um, I would say sketches and uh, art stuff and art books. You know, from the last time we've been here to now, what are some of the changes you think you've seen? More and more... Uh, Funko Pop and manga and uh, more more celebrity culture. How would you compare this? What would be some of the what would be the convention you would probably compare this most to from the ones you have seen in the area? Um, uh, Wizard World maybe because uh, yeah. in later years uh, Wizard World kind of got into the celebrities, autographs, stuff like that, so. You know, after you get done with a thing like this, it does feel like, even though we weren't at work today, yeah. it does feel like a day at work, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're on your feet, and you're carrying whatever around, and yeah, it's just, uh, it's tough. Well, and also, one of the things I don't think they talk enough about is the fact that the floor is concrete, yeah. and even if you're wearing good shoes, Boy, it really does take a toll on you. So, I think uh, Sean Campbell and do you still you have a presence? Uh, you have a little art Instagram site, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Scamble on Instagram. S C A M B L E. And I do like some of the some of the stuff you've been playing with lately. So, I think we're gonna get ready to pull out of here. So, my from my friend Sean and I, I want to thank all the folks who uh, talked to me on the podcast today. Uh, C2E2, if you can, it's totally worth your while. 
to come out. But I uh, hope you enjoyed some of the snippets of today's program. And uh, I think I'm going to let Card Squadron take it out. We'll talk to you soon. The Rebel Base Card podcast focuses on cards, collecting, and the Star Wars community and appreciates you coming along for the ride. If you have any feedback for this episode, you can reach out to the program in a number of ways. You can leave a comment on the Instagram post for this episode. You can also DM Greg on Instagram at Rebel Base Card. Make sure to also follow the Rebel Base Card on Twitter and Facebook at Rebel Base Card. If you want, you can send an email to greg at rebelbasecard.com. And you can find show notes for this and all episodes on the website, rebelbasecard.com. In the Star Wars Card Trader app, and just about every other one, you can find Greg at CornFedTech. The Rebel Base Card uses the hashtag CardSquadron as a way to alert friends about cool cards and recent drops in the galaxy far, far away. It's a great way to bring our community a little bit closer together and help one another finish our sets in time. We collect, communicate, and commiserate. Well, at least when we run out of credits or crystals to spend on our digital collections. Join the fun, even if all the other cool squadron names were already taken. And remember, we collect as one and would be honored if you join us. And if you are a sketch card artist or Star Wars artist or collector, cosplayer, and want to talk about your work, your craft or passion, drop Greg a line. I'm sure he'd love to hear your story. You can also help the show by leaving a comment or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you got this episode. Otherwise, the mission is clear. Keep those cards out of the hands of the Empire and the Rebel Base card will return soon. The music for this podcast is brought to you under a Creative Commons license from Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails. This is Discipline off the album The Slip. This podcast is not affiliated in any way with Topps, Disney, or Star Wars, nor is it endorsed by Disney or Lucasfilm, and is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. All names and sounds and any other related items are properties of their respective trademarks and or copyright holders here in the U.S. and abroad. The official Star Wars website can be found at www.starwars.com.